So we're starting a Torah in Reb Nachman. It's very short, very deep, very awesome, and really, um, um, it, 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 there's a lot to take away. Um, so, uh, in in the not abridged version, it starts off with a question that's asked in the Gemara, and it says like this: um, you know, a, 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 a chick or you know, a little bird that dies in the egg that dies while it didn't hatch yet. Where does the spirit? Where does the where does the the air? Right, the air, literally, the spirit of the bird, of the little chick, where does it leave from, right? Where does it, how does it leave the egg? Where does it go out of? Right? The egg is totally solid, it's closed. How does it leave? So the answer is the same way you got in, right? In whichever way you got in, that's the way it's going to leave. So what's the depth here? And again, what's the question really being asked? And Rashi explains what, what is this, uh, what, you know, what, what, what is, what is, uh, this? it's, 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 uh, it's a chick, right? But the word is zifroach, right? And the and the David Amel says in Tehillim, Yifrach b'yamav tzadik. A tzadik is a person who's always sprouting, always growing. And froach is from the name lifroach. It's growing, right? It's a little chick and it's growing. Now, there's a big depth in, in Hasidus and Kabbalah about eggs and, 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 you know, the intermediate part of not being alive yet, not being, not being dead, not being born. This whole, this whole concept. But we're not going to get into that right now. But, but the tzadik is the yifroach, right? So the yifroach that dies... The tzaddik that dies, where does the air spirit, where does the spirit leave from? What does it mean, a tzaddik that dies? And it says also in Tehillim, Elecha Ragnu Kolayom, right? We die for you all day. What does it mean to die for you all day? I'm either going to die once, right? If I die for God, I die once. How can I die for God all day, right? Um, and, and, and Rabbi Nachman says, how do you die for God all day? In davening, right? When you're willing to, to daven with, with, with so much, till, till, till death, right? When you're willing to, to kill yourself, um, in, in order to daven, that's that's the tzaddikim, the tzaddikim who daven, they kill themselves. Now, how do you kill yourself for God in davening? And here's something very deep. When you have bad thoughts, right, you have to kill those thoughts. You got to kill them, right? So a tzaddik is killing himself. He's killing these thoughts when he's davening. Because when you're davening, the Yetzir Hara knows the value of davening. Davening is not an atomic bomb, right? An atomic bomb is a drop in the ocean compared to the atomic um, um, explosion, a prayer. Prayer can not, not can create can create a, 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 an effect on the world that is that is infinitely greater than an atomic explosion. Uh, even an atomic explosion, it affects the world. How much does it affect the galaxy? I'm not sure. How much does it affect galaxies? Right? Prayer can affect galaxies billions and billions of miles away. Um, and and prayer is, is so powerful. So whenever a tzaddik is praying, because tzaddik really has the nuclear code, you know, he has the football. Unlike uh, somebody else who maybe has you know a pistol, the, the, the tzaddik has a foot the football, and therefore you know he, he can really blow away to smithereens all these negative uh, kochos, all these all these negative parts. So the tzaddik, when he's davening, he's got he's got to make sure that nothing's happening, right? And we had bad thoughts, you kill them, you kill them. You got to kill those bad thoughts, but not only kill them. That's the he's not killing them. Why? Because the question here is not about the efroach that died. The idea of the efroach, the idea of the tzaddik dying, right? The question of the Gemara is, where does the air go out of? When you, the tzaddik dies, where does the air go out of? Where does the spirit leave? And the answer is given is exactly where it came in from, right? Now, not to get into biology and 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 and, and the spirit coming into the egg or not coming into the egg. The question here is much deeper, right? You know, you're you're not when you're killing yourself. Um, in order to elevate, the, the, you're not you're not trying to kill these thoughts. You want to elevate them because these thoughts have to go in, 
go out the same way they came in. Where did they come in from? Where did these thoughts come in from? They came from a great potential, right? There's a famous story that the tzaddikim, chassid, talmidim came to the Alter Rebbe, said, Rebbe, Rebbe, how do we deal with uh, thoughts that are not related to davening? And he goes, what do you mean thoughts are not related to davening? He goes, you know, while I'm davening, I don't remember that I owe some guy money, or I remember that I need to go buy something from the store, or I remember that I know and I need to fix a button on my shirt. The Alter Rebbe goes, how are that not related to davening? If you, in the middle of davening, remember you have to bu- fix a button on your shirt, pray for that button on your shirt. Right? If you remember that you have to go buy something from the store, pray for that, right? That is not not connected to davening. That is exactly what you should be davening about right now, right? So the same place, you see these thoughts come from a really, really, really high place. Now they're formulating in your head as something that's pulling you away from davening. But the same way they came in, that's the way they gotta come out, right? So when you're davening, Rabbeinu was telling us, when you're davening, you know, you, you have to really be able to, to take these tefillahs and elevate them to a high place, right? So the machshav of zoros, you have to be, be, be elevating them. You have to, you have to be most nefesh, be yoter, to elevate these sparks because, you know, just, just getting rid of them, just, just you know, um, putting them aside, uh, just, you know, is, is, is one thing. Okay, that's killing. But the Torah is saying that the true tzaddik, the Yifroach, and we're trying to be like the tzaddikim, right? They're allowing, they're, 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 they're letting the air go out the same way it came in. And that's a real depth of what Rabbi Nachman is trying to tell us right now is, is this magnificent phenomenon is that these thoughts, they came in from somewhere. They came in from somewhere. That's exactly where they have to come out of, right? You have to let them come out the same way they came in. So right now they're, they're disturbing you, but they came through a very, very holy canal of, of, of something that's really festering inside. Take that and then sh- shoot it right back out where it came from. You know, be Moser Nefesh to Davin. Be Moser Nefesh that is right now what you have to do and not go on this tantrum of wherever these desires are trying to take you. You have to take that and put it into davening and shoot it right back out the way it came in. Because the whole idea of how you're going to grow is if you're able to, you know, be Moser Nefesh, aka killing yourself for prayer to still be genuine prayer, but for these thoughts not to just be pushed aside, but for them to be elevated and then pushed out and, you know, and harness them into your tefillah, take them and use that power to daven. You're davening and all of a sudden you have thoughts about uh, about something improper. That should motivate you. That should fuel you, right, to daven because that's exactly where these thoughts came from. They came from a fueling place. Should be zochi. This Torah is mahmash so deep. And hopefully the next Torah is going to dwell into this a little bit more.